1: what's going on everybody pat Barry here and we are back with the final flame on episode of 2023 craziness i can't believe we are at the end of the year this actually comes out just days days before the ball drops and a new year begins and i am very happy to say that we are back as a full group of four i'm being joined by bj Hi, I was like he's there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna be on mute. We are almost a full four years uh into the after times of Covid, and it's still um, I think you're on mute in say
4: the... said everybody on mute
1: <laughs> he was just he has been he has kept up the everybody on mute challenge since the atlanta concerts
0: i was gonna say tell me you've seen the 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 videos of the people getting pissed off at people making noises at the concerts during the everybody on mute part of that song it is the funniest thing i think i've ever witnessed in my life <laughs>
1: It's funny and ridiculous all at the same time. <laughs> like I'm of two minds. I'm like, let people fucking live, but if you do it intentionally, then fuck you. No yeah it's it's abso- it's definitely
0: intentional. I feel like it's definitely intentional or people are just like drunk already when that number came on and but like or it makes me think of a school assembly when people turn off the when they turn off the lights or do yeah. anything out of like the ordinary like you always have a handful of jackasses that just start screaming
1: yeah yeah that that makes absolute sense uh but in addition to bj we've got brian hello the dulcet tones of brian from the west coast the early
2: morning dulcet tones this is my early morning dulcet radio announcer voice (laughs) uh, or sex worker voice i can't decide which (laughs) moving on
1: One I was man. like... <laughs> um, moving on. And, and finally, last but not least, we've got Eric. Hello. Look, I not only introduced you all, but I introduced you in alphabetical order. Look oh. at me go. Wow. I mean, not intentional. I just I just ran it backwards <laughs> from, from right to left across my screen. <laughs> it just so happened that you guys uh, entered the chat in uh, reverse uh, alphabetical order for me. But we are here. It is the final episode of the year. We've talked a lot about a lot of things. So this isn't going to be a crazy long episode. This isn't going to be something where we are going to pick new topics to talk about. This isn't going to be something where we're just like, hey, let's discuss in depth uh, the geopolitical uh, climate of Venezuela. That's not what this is about. We may (laughs) not not even start this with weather, which we did for so many episodes in the latter half of the year.
2: (laughs) And this is the exciting season for weather too.
1: I know, I know. It, <laughs> it's kind of crazy though. Here in Chicago, it's going to be fifty on Christmas. Like that's the forecasted temperature. I'm like, mm, it's going to be lovely, but rainy as well is what it's saying right now. So uh, it it sounds
4: sucks. wonderful. That sounds good. You're getting some Florida snow up there.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's a Florida winter or a Florida Christmas for me. But what this episode will be is going to be a best. Of pop culture 2023 from our opinion, from our viewpoint, from our vantage point. So these could be topics that we have talked about. These could be topics that we've brought up. One of the other cast members has brought up over the course of the year. It may be something completely new. So we're going to go around the table twice and uh, drop two little nuggets of pop culture goodness that we thought were our favorite pieces of 2023 and then to cap it off we're not going to do a one-up but we are going to look forward we're going to have our magic eight ball of goodness pop up and we are going to give a thing one thing that we are looking forward to that we hope will just be amazing in 2024 and uh who knows maybe at this time next year we'll look back and go you know what maybe we should not have been so excited for that thing I don't think so. I've heard most of what our 2024 picks are, and I'm pretty sure they're all going to be good. So with that preamble rambled on, why do we not go ahead and start with BJ? Why don't you give us your first pick for uh, one of your favorite things from 2023?
0: Um, It's got to be video games. It's been an absurd year for video games. Um, I... I So I started a new job, and my Nintendo Switch has gotten more love than it has in a very long time. Uh, I upgraded to a Switch OLED, and I started playing... Uh, I started with Pokemon uh, Violet, um, whichever one had the hot daddy. I think that was Violet. Violet was the... I had the yep. sexy computer... A sexy AI-generated uh, professor. And then... Um, I went on to finish Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Because <laughs> I got stuck on that. I hate stealth. I hate stealth. I got stuck on that stupid stealth mission, which I was only one room away from beating. Uh, but I completely restarted Breath of the Wild completely from beginning. Six I- years later. <laughs> and uh, I even I even finished the D- uh, DLC. Uh, and then from there, I went directly into Tears of the Kingdom. Wait.
1: Wait, when you say you finished the DLC, did you finish <laughs> both DLC or just the second one?
0: Which one was the second one? Because I got the myth The, the all Champions at the same
1: time. Ballad. Champions Ballad. I. Th-
0: did I you get the motorcycle? I got the motorcycle.
1: Okay. Do you have <laughs> the Unbreakable Master Sword? Yes. No. No. Did you? You did the Trial of the Sword. I did, and it took me oh forever. Oh my god! And
0: I wanted to cry. And I got, I got, so I got, um, I got Bloodborne feels. I got Souls game feels from that whole ordeal. Um, but no, it was I, yeah, I actually, I actually did. I think I didn't finish that though till after I started Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. I think I accidentally opened Breath of the Wild, and I was like, you know what? This is gonna be my thing for this week. I'm gonna it took me. It took me a week. It took me an entire week to do it.
1: Oh, I've never, I, <laughs> I have never finished the Trial of the Sword. It is the one. I mean, there's still, I still have, because you know what? I've started watching a lot of uh, video game YouTubers, and I, I it kind of got me in the mood to go back and play Breath of the Wild. So there's a bunch of stuff I haven't completed, but I don't think I will ever finish Trial of the Sword. So. K- kudos to you on that so there was
0: a and there was a lot of going on the internet i'm not even gonna lie i definitely i there this was not this was not a by myself this was a the internet definitely helped me accomplish that goal
1: apparently um, linkus7 who is like a huge is huge in the breath of the wild speed running community has mm-hmm. a video which is his most viewed video ever of how to uh essentially bypass and skip and beat trial of the sword without actually doing it I may go and find that and see it if I can angry. break the game.
0: So. That, infuri- that infuriates me. I wish I had known <laughs> that. Um, but I, uh, so yeah, so there was uh, that. And then I also uh, re-downloaded and bought um, Persona 4 Golden, uh, which all of the, for those of you that don't know, all of the Persona games have been released for every platform. Xbox, Steam, uh, Nintendo Switch, um, PlayStation, uh, all of, uh, Persona's, I believe Persona 3, uh, it's, yeah, it's Persona 3 FES, uh, or Persona 3 Portable, uh, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal have been released for everything. So, um, definitely, and I know Persona 5's direct sequel, Persona 5 Scramble, that was also released for, on the Switch. So, um, Persona 4 Golden, I had never beaten it and I had never 100% it. Uh, I'm going, when next my next deployment, that will be something I'll, I'll probably work on again. And then we've got um, Mario RPG, which I'm currently working on. That is just a nostalgia trip for sure. And then speaking of Souls-like nonsense, uh, I am currently whittling away at Lies of P, uh, the Pinocchio Souls-like, which is actually really fun. Um, n- going into it, knowing it's a soul's like will save you a lot of heartache. Um, and then Spider-Man two, which I beat in a week, three or four days. Cause I wanted to beat it before I went on vacation. Uh, so Spider-Man two, and I believe a hi-fi rush on steam. I've been working through my steam library without buying new games. Um, that has been, that has been a, a, a massive undertaking on my part. And then I have started playing Gunfire Reborn, which is also on Steam. And I believe that is everything I have new that I've played. I've actually revisited some older games, but everything new that is what I'm currently playing or playing um, as far as video games go. And I am very excited to say that I don't have a ton left, but on the cusp we've got a lot of stuff coming up for 2024 that i need that i i i that was a 40 and slip i do i need them i need those games um (laughs) and i will go over them as my (laughs) one-ups but um but yeah no i've i've had a good uh i've been lucky enough to be afforded the time to be able to play some games and uh, get through but yeah so those are those are the the games of all of them what was your game of the year Ooh, that's such a loaded question. See, I haven't started Baldur's Gate three, and that one game that was that was the. I don't know why it was controversial because, from what I can tell, I've seen my roommate play it. It is a phenomenal game. Uh, it is very very long, however. Uh, but my personal game of the year is probably Spider-Man two. Um, it just it it was everything I wanted and more. Um, it. Didn't make me as ugly cry as Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, which makes me very happy because I didn't want to ugly cry again. Um, Again, the best Spider-Man movie we've gotten ever. uh, And it was a video game. But yeah, Spider-Man 2 for sure.
1: Nice. How far have you gotten in Tears of the Kingdom so far? Or is that still kind of uh, early, early stages?
0: No, I'm uh, I have done the Water Temple the ice temple and the fire temple
1: wait you mean wind
0: wind yeah it's the wind like, temple like, it's, very cold. It's, it's
1: just just very, very cold it's very cold <laughs> all the time
0: yeah so uh, yeah i've completed three of the temples oh, okay um i've gotten the master sword and pulled it right out of my head right i was uh, you know i was <laughs> I really yanked that bitch right out of her head. Um, and I've completed I think sixty five percent of the depths. Okay. Um, and that's kind oh. of what I'm working on is the depths because a lot of your armor and stuff you can find in game is hidden down there. Um, oh yeah,
1: most of it is uh, a good chunk of it is down there for sure, especially y- yeah, the no- so. the nostalgia pieces. Uh huh. The uh so, yeah, the, the more like active and things like from breath of the wild that have carried over are on the surface level but pretty much all of your nostalgia pieces are are in the depths go to the floating coliseum when you have a chance if you haven't done so already i don't think
0: i found that one yet i don't know why it's I'd it's under think...
1: the colos it's under the coliseum on the surface so you know oh. where like the, the thunder coliseum is the, the underneath that
2: in the depths is the floating coliseum brian have you done the floating coliseum? No, I have not. I kind of stopped playing that game for some weird reason. Even though it was, I loved it. Like you know, talked a lot about it previously on the show. So yeah, I definitely need to get back to it. But no,
1: I need Those y'all to finish it so it. we can discuss. Do
2: you have to do that to finish the game? Like, does it give you I something mean, that's so amazing? Well, like,
1: no, but we need to talk about what potentially could make me a furry.
2: Oh well, no, that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the end game. That's the is it the
1: literally the no 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 no, no. it is. Lit- <laughs> It is when we say end game, I mean it is the it is at the end. Like you have to be beating the game to it's, get. To it's that. not Wolf Link from No from Twilight Kingdom. Nope. Even better. Even better. Anyway. Anywho, for those of you who listening who have played and have uh, done the final battle, they understand. So great, <laughs> a great, ge- a great year for games for BJ. That is awesome. Uh, let's move on to
2: Brian's first pick for a favorite
1: thing in 2023.
2: I guess we'll keep it on the video games uh though just focusing on one uh so well kind of so Fortnite I've talked a lot well I've talked some about fortnite uh, I do play it and uh it is a very um, maligned. First person, not first person. What is it? I don't even know. It's over the shoulder. It's a battle royale style shooter game for 14 year olds and younger. I don't know. Uh, lots of kids play it, but it is a lot of fun. And what's been great in the last update, and this is the was it chapter five now, is they decided, and I think they've been working on this for some time. But they finally released other game modes that are not like strictly shooting oriented and specifically the three modes that are uh near and dear to some of our hearts here i think uh one is a sort of mario kart-esque racing mode that is its own and and when i say mode i don't mean it's like oh it's Fortnite, but you're racing around because you've had cars in Fortnite, so that's not new but strictly a racing game that is really nice and uh fun as any racing game should be um and then the, uh, another mode that they released because they did uh, acquire the company Harmonix uh, I don't know, a few years ago now. Harmonix oh, wow. being the makers of Rock Band and Guitar Hero and all that.
0: They, frequency and amplitude. That, that is a blast from the past right yes,
2: there. Yes. They've, they've been doing some, you know, some amazing work in the space of uh, music gaming. Um, but they have now a music mode uh, in the game so that you can go on and play um, in a rock band. Uh, you can play the different positions. Vocals are not quite what they could be. You still have the rhythm controller aspect, so it's exactly like any other rhythm game where you just have to hit the buttons at the right time. But I think they have said very you know, confidently that they want to bring the controllers that had you know Rock Band support uh, back, so that you could potentially dust off your old Rock Band gear and ping on a platform. I mean, that's the problem is that, that gear came out for like systems like two generations ago or something so like you know they may need to make their own new stuff which they have not said if they're doing that but it is really nice it's not a lot of music yet but there is coming they've they've licensed a shit ton of stuff that they're working on doing uh the weekend is uh, predominantly one of the artists featured in this release and uh it brings in a lot of the Fortnite little touches like you can play as your specific skin you know i could rock out to uh, whatever uh, weekend song as cable from, uh, you know, the X-Men and uh, do my ridiculous queer emotes uh, that they've released a few of. <laughs> um, so, so like they've, they've used the ecosystem that if you've already bought skins, if you've already bought emotes, if you've already just whatever, you can use that in this mode, which is kind of fun. And, you know, again, I haven't seen too many TikToks uh, celebrating the delightfully queerness of Fortnite, unintentional. But uh, there's lots of uh, material there to be had if you wanted to do that. Um, so all of those are great, and then of course they did a, a reskin on or a new new content for the the first person or the not first person, the battle royale, <clears throat> which is great, it's like European style. But really, what I'm here to talk about, and very briefly, because uh, I could talk for a while, is Lego Fortnite. They actually made Lego. Fortnite, so you can play like minecraft in a survival or sandbox mode and build lego i mean authentic licensed lego things and then new new kits that like you know you don't have in the wild um <clears throat> it's really good it's a little buggy like i feel like there's a few alpha sort of issues they need to work through so i've, I've been frustrated by just stuff like that but like once you work around those uh And I was never big into Minecraft because I always thought the graphics look really shitty. It's a weird reason. But, I mean, I'm just one of those people that, you know, came up through the graphics, like, looking like, you know, 8-bit because that's all we had to, like, what we have now, which is just, you know, jaw-droppingly realistic. So, I think when Minecraft came out, I was like, "Uh, it's a throwback. I get it. I don't really want to do that again. But all of the dynamics of survival hunting stuff and crafting and building and making your village and going off and exploring all of that's here with again the Fortnite ecosystem so again if you have cable cable is one of them not all the marvel ones but cable is one he looks like a lego cable minifig and you can run him around your uh, little sandbox or your survival world and it's uh, delightful again occasionally emoting uh also there's a cute little that remember that rainbow lego piece that they came out with like last year for pride it was like all the colors and they actually had that in game at the end of the rainbow if you find a rainbow go to the end of it and you will hear them playing uh music uh i forgot what music it is it might be everything is awesome but either way it's it's they just dancing up there it's really cute um so yeah i Fortnite. it's free so if you've got kids or you're just a kid at heart, like you download that shit now, it's all free. You can, of course, it's got a great economy, you know, microtransaction system. You can spend money getting a lot of stuff. And that's the, that's the way they make their money, right? But free to play, download it, pop your kids down. They have uh, parental controls now, so that was a big concern. You know, they didn't want kids just killing each other and violence and all that. But you can literally, like, sandbox them in now to, I think, just play the Lego mode. So I'm trying to get my nephew to uh, forsake Minecraft and and join the join the Lego fun because he's already a Lego fan. So Fortnite, all good uh, stuff up there for everyone, whole family. I hope I hope it's uh, doing well. It seems like a lot of people are playing it again because they did kind of like an OG revert back to the first season for like a homecoming of sorts. But like, yeah, this new these new games are like top tier like you'd pay whatever to play them separately and they're all free on the Fortnite ecosystem. So yeah, that's my I think of the year because it's just I've talked about it before and it's just keeps growing and getting better. So uh check out Fortnite on your favorite platform of choice. I, I think it's out for every single platform that there is. Uh except I if not Steam Deck. I did find that out. And I was sad to hear that. So yeah. You know what we say to that? Um, <sighs> exactly exactly <laughs> what we say to that yeah Stupid.
1: Yeah. yeah whatever reasons <laughs> i uh i do love the fact that uh first off cable is going to be having uh two good years then with the Fortnite skin and then what's coming up next year uh or maybe not i don't know De- depends on how they adapt that storyline but um i love that the verbiage is starting to change with a lot of these games where When they are so microtransaction heavy, they're not saying free to play anymore. They are starting to say free to start. So, yeah, yeah, I I was watching. I forget whose YouTube channel is watching. I think I was watching like a Curtis Connors video, um, one of like the YouTube commentary videos, and they had a game as their sponsor. And it was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. It was like free to start. And I was like, they are getting pressure to not say free to play because there are so many microtransactions involved and to have that full experience you drop a ton of money and uh yeah but no uh, we we have heard a lot about fortnite from you so glad that it is still going strong i will probably never play it it's just not my type of game but i know it is a wildly popular game and i think we talked about the fact that didn't it get, like, a resurgence because they re- uh, re-added, like, the original map this yeah, year or, they, like, a couple months ago?
2: They called it Fortnite OG, and they basically threw wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey. I'm not kidding. They did, like, a time travel thing. You went back to the first edition, the first map. or Well, that's not true. An early version, a fan-favorite, like, season or couple seasons. And it was, like, only for four weeks. And it was in the new engine, so everything kind of looked better. But also stripped down, you know, I actually Mm. got it very boring because (laughs) compared to what, like, if you hold up the OG Fortnite stuff to like what they do now and even the last few chapters, there's just so much. There's so much detail. There's so many things. There's so many like little gameplay tricks and things (laughs) that they, they stripped out for that OG mode. And I don't know, to me, I was just like, cool, I get it. You want to get people back right before you relaunch and do this whole big thing. But yeah, it was okay. It was yeah underwhelming, but but then the new launch was just all that nice, nice.
1: All right, let's move on to Eric. What you got for us?
4: So my first thing is video game adjacent, and that <laughs> it's an adaptation of The Last of Us. Ooh, uh, Ooh. yes. Uh, good choice. Good choice. Pedro Pascal and Noah mm. Ramsey and. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, good choice, good choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> um, so I know we discussed this as a topic when it originally came out, and so everybody eat your mushrooms and. Uh, Did you get that mushroom coffee? Um, <laughs> it's got cordyceps in it. <laughs> I mean that that's just. You're just teasing an apocalypse, uh, but yes, an apocalypse does
1: not like to be teased.
4: No, he doesn't. Is that canon? <laughs> I think so.
1: Maybe that's just the fan fiction I've been writing for when the the relaunch of uh, the X titles after after fall of X ends.
0: Oh, god. <laughs> I mean,
1: Richter, Richter has been teasing him for a little while through this whole uh, Crackoan age.
4: Uh, yes, everybody should watch Last of Us. It's fantastic. Uh, it's grimy. It's uh, suspenseful. It's got Pedro Pascal. I mean, it's got um (laughs) need we say more i i know and and it had one of the best uh written and acted episodes of the year in episode three a long long time oh Um, my god and just like stranger things did for um running up that hill i think it wasn't as big but it certainly turned a lot of people on to linda ronstadt and Mm -hmm. that song
1: uh, Wait, which song? Was it Blue Bay? Long, long Time. Oh, Long Long Time. Oh okay. Long
0: Long
4: Time.
1: All which
0: right. now I can't listen to that. I can't hear that song now without like almost wanting to just curl up into the bed and cry. But yay. Linda Ronson. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna have to watch that. Maybe that'll be uh on my, my Christmas break. I just finished work for the year, so uh maybe I'll I'll dive into that. I'm catching up on who. So it's an easy bad. watch.
0: Last of Us is a pretty easy watch because I think it's what only ten episodes.
4: It's eight or ten, yeah. It's, I was gonna say yeah, I actually, yeah. Was, I think it's I it's, think it's eight. Yeah, yeah. they're long yeah. episodes, but definitely
0: it's every every single episode of that show kept me engaged, completely engaged.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll I'll, I'll I'll make a point of doing that. So in the new year, I'll be able to say I have seen this. So. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um. Yeah, so that's my first topic.
1: Love it. Love it. All right. Mine is going to be kind of short and sweet as well because, um, lies. What hasn't been said about Taylor Swift this year? There it uh, is. Lies. <laughs> no, honestly, like, really, Taylor Swift has been everywhere. Uh, Spotify's artist of the year. I, she became a billionaire and we're going to have to apparently eat her now. Um, She put on a massive, massive, massive tour in the Eras Tour. And I was lucky enough to, through the debacle, at the end of last year, in like November of last year, I sat through hours upon hours of Ticketmaster's shenanigans, pauses, breakdowns, both of the site and of my own mental stability, and I secure tickets for Chicago. And I've seen Taylor before. I saw her on the Reputation Tour, which unfortunately, as this is dropping, is going to be leaving Netflix. So uh, check it out if you haven't seen Taylor live. She puts on a fantastic show. This was a three hour and 15 minute and in some cities longer because she added some stuff and on certain nights did extra things. Um, but it's a three hour and 15 minute extravaganza. That celebrated just about every single era of her career so far. Debut era did not really get much attention and much love throughout the entire uh, tour. It didn't have its own section, but most of the songs were played as surprise songs over the course of the North American uh, leg. I don't think I, mean, I don't think she did anything in South America yet with that. But anywho, uh, it it was it was phenomenal. It it was a. It wasn't as flashy and showy. There were some big set pieces. There was, you know, choreography. There were things on the stage. But I was just telling my friend Chris this the other day. Reputation was pyro heavy. There was flying apparatus. There were satellite stages. There was more visual to it. This was a marathon of just everything and just going going for it and celebrating her storied career. And I had an amazing time. It is currently streaming on uh, multiple platforms for 1989 for 48 hours, I believe, of uh, rental release. I'm hoping that eventually it either is available for purchase or will be somewhere where it's a free stream because that is a lot. It takes a little bit of the accessibility away from it. But this only happened after it was released in theaters and became the highest grossing concert film of all time. So this woman doesn't even need up to. And it's for a s-
4: Golden Globe.
1: T- yep. I, I know the people online were like, <laughs> "Did y'all just make this category to give Taylor an award?" Not mad about it though.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, she is she's done amazing. Um, it's been a great year for uh, a, a handful of women in music. Uh, Taylor, Beyonce had a, a remarkable year with the Renaissance tour and film. Um, SZA's album that came out at the end of last year has had her running, you know, rampant over the music scene. Uh, Nicki Minaj just put out Pink, uh, Pink Friday, too. Like, it's yep. just been a, it's been a great you know, it's been a great time for for women in music. And I love that. And uh, yeah, I'm just waiting now for reputation. Taylor's version to be announced because that is when I got back into Taylor like fully. I got I, I was there at the beginning. I dropped out for a little while, came back in at the end of 1989, but was there, have been, I've been there for each album drop since Reputation, and I can't wait for Reputation Taylor's version. I'm, I'm just excited for that, and I'm hoping it gets announced soon and we get that in early 2024, um, but she's had a remarkable year, and I've enjoyed seeing it uh, from the sidelines and enjoying the music and the festivity of it all. So those are our first round of uh, of topics. We are going to go back around the table in just a moment, but we want to first thank you all for listening to us. If you are a newer listener, thank you so much. If you've been with us for the past 11 years, if you've been through all 11 years, then goddamn, you know, you just, <laughs> you are unofficially, officially a member of the show. Uh, but we, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you for your support. We wouldn't do this without you all. So, Thank you so much. Uh, check us out online, flameonshow.com. And, uh, you know, tell a friend uh, and, and let us know what your favorite parts have been. Let us know what your favorite pieces of pop culture have been. And we, we'd love to hear it one more time. That's flameonshow.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
3: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you
1: all right let's go back around the other way eric i'm gonna throw it back to you what's your second and final best of 2023
4: it's barbie um the it was the highest grossing film of the year and then taylor decided to throw her hat in the ring
1: did it actually over I thought Barbie made more more money overall
4: did it? I don't know
1: I know uh, Taylor's the top grossing uh concert film ever, but I think from a box office perspective, I think Barbie and Oppenheimer the Barbenheimer dynamic I
4: think was still uh, oh yeah it more made more, like, it is. Made more yeah. internationally yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's what it was yeah Barbie uh yep barbie's number one hooray barbie's number Uh, one (laughs) (laughs) and i just adore this movie so much uh from production design to costuming to all of the lead actors and actresses um were so fantastic and uh and including the soundtrack everything about this was great um I think it'll be up for quite a number of Oscars. Uh, I don't know if Ryan might win um, but he'll probably be up against Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer which I didn't see that half of the Barbenheimer, Hotmer um, so I'm not <laughs> sure how great that is but uh, yeah I did you all see Barbie? I finally
1: I did. still haven't yet. Oh, I did. Brian did. Okay. I oh, wow. I,
2: yeah, we talked about it. I think BJ, you had seen it, and when Eric talked about it, right? I think anyway. Yeah. My memory's horrible. Uh, it was good. Um, I think it had been built up too much, so I was sort of like, "Oh, okay, that's what this is." But I do love the Lego movie a lot, and to me, these two sit sort of not side by side, but they definitely share a space of toy uh, theme, toy inspired. But meta commentary sort of uh, movies in in a certain way, yeah. but, you know. So I I do love that. Um, yeah, no, it was good. I, Greta definitely deserves. I think of all the things, of all the people, and all the whatever is Greta for for at least uh, directing, if not also screenplay with her partner Noah B- uh, Bumbach. I think I think they should definitely be on the Oscar list. I have a feeling <laughs> Maestro is also going to be a strong contender. Uh, We started watching that last night, and oh, my God. Anyway, uh, yeah, but Barbie was good. I really enjoyed the soundtrack, and uh, yeah, it was was good.
4: Yeah, and I just can't wait to see um, them perform I'm Just Ken on the Oscars. That'll be (laughs) (laughs) fantastic, and hopefully they do the whole uh, dream dance battle
2: that that was <laughs> really that, honestly i need all that choreography it. oh yeah oh yeah
1: <laughs> and uh speaking of golden globes it leads didn't it's the lead film like the most yeah, nominations it has the most uh nominations yeah. Yeah.
4: for the globes yeah
1: so that's uh that'll be that bodes well for it i'll put that on my list of things to watch i was supposed to watch it in san francisco when i went out there um on that first sunday night we went to beer blast and uh jamie front of the pod hello jamie uh, it said, hey, let's go get, you know, let's head out. We'll get uh, dinner and watch Barbie. And we were just super drunk and then I just went to bed early. <laughs> so did not get to watch Barbie then. But I know it's streaming. I will. Uh, I'll put that on the list of things to watch on this vacation. Because my last vacation, I did a whole bunch of shit around the house. This vacation is for relaxing and catching up on stuff. So Awesome. All right, let's go back to Brian. What is your second and final pick for 2023?
2: A lot of great TV this year. So many good contenders. Uh, Fargo, uh, which is still ongoing right now. Amazing. Great, great episodes of the newest season. Uh, But we talked about it before. I think think BJ, you had seen some of it, Um, but one of the most overlooked, but also one of the most original and best shows of the year was I'm a Virgo. Um, oh, yeah, that was this really was on good. Amazon Prime. So, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of overlook Amazon Prime and the uh, Peacock and uh, other, it's like second tier streaming, whatever. But um, yeah, no, it's so good. Um, great, great. Oh, great. Wow. Uh, great representation. Wait. Great uh, meta, not meta. Well, social commentary. We'll, we'll say meta because I don't think it's as meta, but social commentary wise, very very strong social elements and not about what you would expect um, at first. And then you're like, Oh, we're doing a whole treatise on capitalism and the drawbacks and maybe why socialism is a better idea. Cool. Like that's, that's great. Let's do that. Uh, In in a, you know, in a, in a sort of a fantasy, real, real, what's it called? Fantasy realism, whatever Uh, that, that sort of genre fantasy, uh, but, but set in like, you know, Oakland, California. So yeah, uh if you haven't seen it, go back probably like September ish episodes and uh look listen to our full you know discussion of it. But it, great. Check out I'm a Virgo. It's uh they may or may not do another season, but it's okay. You got a full story, it's good. It might be a cliffhanger, but don't worry about it. Just just enjoy the ride.
1: Might be a cliffhanger. You'll just be you'll just be hanging on it forever. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> All right. BJ, I'm going to throw it back over to you. What you got for us? Um,
0: So I think 2023 was the year I fully got back into comics, mostly because of the X-Men. Uh, the X-Men comics, the Krakoa era, has been something I've loved immensely. I like it when they kind of shake up character dynamics, and they shook up character dynamics a lot. Um, in the Kokoa era, but 2023 started with the Hellfire Gala. <laughs> this year's Hellfire Gala was a nightmare for the mutant population. It was essentially the red wedding for Marvel. Um, we got a complete, we kind of more or less got a complete reset on mutants. You've got um, them scattered all over the globe again. Um, we have found out that um, they're not all dead, which is great. Um, but they are in a very precarious situation. Uh, we had Madeline Pryor up front and center, and Dark X Men as a team leader. Um, so yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a trip. Um, I have actually really loved Uncanny uh, Spider Man, uh, which is Nightcrawler as essentially a Spider Man, um, and that is uh, the comic where we got the not surprising bombshell that Mystique. Uh, was not Kurt's mother, but Kurt's father. Um I believe that Wait was in Candy
1: m- Spider Man. No, it wasn't. Nope. Wasn't it? It was, which one was that? I haven't read in like a year, and I'm still <laughs> and I'm up to date on this. It was X-Men Blue Origins. Ah that right. was because that was the issue. That was I think a one off. It was like a one shot special. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. With I think I, I think that has a beautiful Dowderman variant cover with uh, Mystique and Destiny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh that is that's been uh, an interesting one.
0: Yeah, that's that's Destiny's uh is his mother and Mystique was his father. So uh, everybody assumed Azazel was uh his father, but it was actually Mystique. So yeah, it's been it's been a busy year for X-Men Comics. Uh, I need to I still need to catch up on a handful of issues. Uh Astonishing I believe it's Astonishing Iceman that is the only one of the current titles I haven't started, um, but I've been paying attention to all the other ones. And we've got—I know this month we've got Rise of the Powers of Ten. It's Rise of the Powers of Ten, right? Yeah. <laughs> and House then of we've X, got Powers of, of Ten? How's yeah? Uh, but we've got fall, we've got Rise of the Powers of Ten and Fall of X. Um, I think issues. Th- uh, three, Th- It was either three or five uh, coming out this month, um, so I need to pick that up. Um, but yeah, it's been a phenomenal X-Men run. I'm sad to see the Krakoa K- 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 era go, um, but I am interested in seeing what they have in store uh, for our favorite mutants. Um, and I do know there's an issue where they actually reveal Dr. Let- uh, Letvaria has their own mutant team that Doom is actually in support of. So um yeah, I'm very excited. They're still there's still they're still pulling out all the stops. So I'm I'm excited to see where this thing lands.
1: I mean you still have seven more months of it because yeah. it doesn't reboot until July. Um I had to take a look. I was like I knew that they Marvel posted something and it's X Men from the Ashes, which is interesting considering there is actually a series uh or a storyline called from the ashes mm-hmm. from I, like early 80s it wasn't long after the phoenix saga like the dark phoenix saga but there was a, a from the ashes storyline i know this because i had the trade paperback of from the ashes because i am old um but yeah i but i also love the fact that you said the year started with the hellfire gala that was in july <laughs>
0: That was <laughs> or, 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 it was like
1: in June or July. It was like the entire front <laughs> half of the year. Fuck there, <laughs> fuck them. No, but it's drag, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. <laughs> fuck the first half of the year's drag. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I am so far behind, and um, I think the last time Brian was here, we looked at the the Marvel app, the old Marvel app, and now it's all on marvel unlimited like they migrated everything or merged the two like the marvel app and marvel unlimited
2: into Mm. one thing now it's so broken though because i don't think it's the same micro transaction you can just buy the issue as easily so i've been buying them on kindle but you can't buy them on the kindle app you can't buy them on the amazon app you have to go to the website because they don't want to pay google like some fee like the whole thing when Comixology merged and got bought by Amazon and it's just being disassembled, it's just broken now. And it's, yeah, it sucks. I'm not caught up at all. I think I kept up just enough to know that they were rebooting again. And the the Mystique thing, obviously, we talked about. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, except that. You know, I it heard it's it heard it's interesting. I am waiting, though. I do have a theory on Professor X. I, I read something like he's going to go Dominion or become like this god or whatever. I'm like, he's going to be Onslaught. What they've done systematically throughout all of these things is they have sort of taken bits of the previous X-Men lore and used it as like a jumping off point to sort of remix it. So I, I, I think it's obvious they're going to do Onslaught in some way, shape, oh, or form. It won't be you- Onslaught the way it was in the 2000s or 90s whenever that was did you but um did you read way of x no i uh oh, okay. yeah oh, i was, I was like all saw did. it was there they did all all saw it t- was there you're right no they did they, so they already did it that's why and i did actually i did <laughs> read some of that so that's, but i just feel like they're setting xavier up in some weird thing to tie to the space stuff i i don't know maybe not maybe they won't do uh dominion again also stuff, something about magneto getting a uh, an infinity stone or some bullshit. I was like, "What? What kind of crazy?" I don't know. I'm so he's far supposed removed. to be coming back. Yeah, and that's he's gonna hold always
1: a resurrection do. of Magneto. Yeah, book. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like I all. I'm not saying I won't check this out, and I certainly will be interested in what they do with the reboot, but. If you told me like, oh, Hickman's coming back, he's gonna land this or something, I'd be like, All right, I'm I'm more interested. And and D- don't get me wrong, Duggan's a great writer. I'm if anyone's gonna land this, it's gonna be him and it's gonna be pretty good. But like I and Gillen, of course, too. I just I think I'm just out of the out of the cycle. You know, you get out of that every Wednesday thing or whatever new stuff's out, and it just I don't know. It's just so convoluted now, which again, it's why you need a reboot, just because you want to clear the deck, start all over. Um Anyway, but yeah, X Men's uh, near and dear to all our hearts, and we'll we'll, we'll always come back. But oh my god,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to just drop down like ten bucks a month for like a couple of months and do the Marvel Unlimited and just catch up as close as I can because I know Marvel Unlimited. I know the, like the whole piece of that is you get access to everything, but it's like three months later. Like there's it's, a time frame.
0: There's a time frame where, where certain things are like newer th- I think and I think I thought there was a tier thing where you get it almost like I think maybe a, like a week or two later um but yeah no I think it's like 2 to 3 months after the initial issue drops.
1: Yeah, so I would be able to get close to being caught up but not um not be able to be like oh okay i'm i'm up to date i've got the newest stuff i'm not behind on you, anything you get a taste yeah but i mean they i'm so having, far behind
0: they, they are having a sale right now too
1: go on marvel unlimited
0: yes hmm. um i will announce that at the end of the
1: episode
4: there
1: <laughs> i'm like as i'm downloading the app so that way i can take a look at it before i forget about it because i know You're i will and
0: for free for seven days
1: and then 10 bucks a cancel month any
0: time Oh, and then there's That's the one the access
1: your Marvel Comics app library. Let's see if I can still sign in as Brian. <laughs> Marvel, you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that at all. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I want to catch up a bit. I haven't read really since the end of, I want to say the end of the Trial of Magneto. A little bit after that, but I know that um, that was around there. I what The thing I hate is that there are so many titles and so so much going on. I need, a, I need a reading list. Like, here are, the, here are the issues, and here's the order to read them. And then I can feel a little bit better about it. Or give me, like, an arc and, like, put them together where I, I can just go through and, and read those pieces together. And I'll get there. I'll add it to the list of things I got to do this week. <laughs> Catch up on six months of X-Men comics, three years worth of television shows, I got I got 11 days or 10 days. I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) All right. Um, I think I'm up then for final piece of 2023. Um, So music has been a huge thing for me this year. One of the things that I tasked myself with was to go see a concert every month for 12 months. I did not start this in January, however, so this is a mostly 2023 thing, and then we'll continue on, and I found my concert for January. I, had not, I did not have a concert for January lined up until yesterday morning when I opened up Facebook and there was an ad for City Winery, and guess who's going to be there? Brian would be very jealous. Jonathan Colton is playing the City Winery here in Chicago on January 9th. <laughs>
2: I wondered if he was touring or doing anything since uh, uh, Ask Me Another is no longer with us. And yeah, I'm, I've been kind of curious. I've been listening to his Christmas stuff. He has Christmas songs that I forgot about until they showed up in my playlist. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's touring and I, I hope he comes out here.
1: It's uh, it's a very small amount of dates that he's playing and it's been mostly the City Winery tour. Uh, but City Winery is great for older acts like acts that have been around for a while i saw vanessa carlton there in february march march of uh this year and then i saw david cook there in july so this would be my third time going to city winery it's inexpensive most expensive seats are like 45 or 55 dollars um even the 35 dollar seats which is probably what i'm going to get in the back of the room it's not a big room so it's it's a lovely little space to see music but um, one of the big things for me this year was anniversary tours. Two in particular were amazing. Uh, last month, November, I got to see Liz Fair on the 30th anniversary tour for Exile in Guyville. And in October, two months ago, I got to I went to San Francisco for the first time and saw the Postal Service and Deathcap for Cutie on the 20th anniversary tour for Transatlanticism and Give Up. Biggest thing and the reason why I'm calling these particular uh, tours out in directly are because they I'm really, really kind of digging this whole it's this big anniversary for this album. We are going to play the album front to back for you because there are a lot of deep cuts and a lot of times songs that I love because I'll, I'll fall in love with an album and I will love certain tracks that aren't the popular ones. They're not the singles. They're not the thing that you would go to the concert and see them perform if they were just doing a, a set list that they put together. So to see an album played front to back, you get to hear it all live. And it was amazing. Um, Sarah McLaughlin is celebrating 30 years of fumbling towards ecstasy next year. And she's playing uh, here in Chicago, the Chicago area, I should say. And I am I haven't bought tickets yet, but I want to buy tickets. And I'm hoping that she does something similar. Fumbling only has 13 tracks, so she will be able to do what Liz Fair did and do an encore with a bunch of other stuff if she wanted to. But I'm hoping that it's something along those same lines because it's just such a great experience and celebration of the album. Alanis, when she did 25 Years of Jagged Little Pill, it was a a mixture, but she sang most of the, the songs from the album. But it was spread out and incorporated some other things as well. It's great. I loved it. Had an amazing time. But these concerts where you just get to hear the entire album are just, it's a magical experience. So if you have an opportunity, if there's an artist that you love that is doing an anniversary tour, go out and support them. Go buy some merch and just, you know, go, go enjoy music because I have had an amazing time this year seeing so many artists perform live and it's been, it's been a a joy and a delight. And I may not do this, make sure that I do one a month from here on out, but anytime I can, Chicago is a great city for, for music. There are so many venues to see people perform that I'm just, I'm enjoying getting back out and seeing these concerts. So um, those, those two tours in particular, definitely top my list. All the rest of the music I saw as well, Kesha, Darren Hayes, Haley Kiyoko, all amazing, but um just a huge shout out for those those front to back album performances for 2023 all right y'all we're gonna whip out the magic eight ball here in just a second but again dear listeners thank you so much for another fantastic year of flame on we don't do this for ourselves we do this because you all listen and support us and are just amazing and we we thank you so much for that Check out our website, flameonshow.com, and we can't wait to spend 2024 with you. All right, guys. Let's do a quick round of the thing. One thing that we are looking forward to pop culture-wise in the year 2024.
2: Brian, throw it to you first. Sorry. Uh, I believe I have to go to Doctor Who because it is uh, we've been doing these little micros about the specials and there's a Christmas special about to air uh, as we're recording this. So you listeners have already hopefully seen it and experienced the joys of the new doctor. But everything I've read, everything I've seen, uh, I'm very excited for more Doctor Who in my life. And it looks like it's just going to be joyous and queer Oh my god, so queer. Uh delightfully so. And uh yeah, Doctor Who is definitely my uh go figure. Uh most excited uh thing, a second maybe to Dune Two, because you know that was supposed to come out this year and they, they pushed it back. <laughs> stupid yeah, you know, not stupid. Uh very valid writers and an acting strike. But either way, I, the Doctor Who for sure is my top pick.
1: Shootie got bringing in the pronouns and blue hair to Doctor Who and we fucking live. Oh, I,
2: didn't even realize that the hair was blue. I kept looking at it and I thought, oh, it's just kind of like a light tone. And then they he's like, oh no, it's and it's a light blue, so it keeps you guessing because I'm an alien. Like they've done so many little of these shorts on YouTube and on the TikTok, wherever, they're probably all over the place. Uh if you want like all of the Who content, just make sure you're checking out the other stream, uh, not stream, but the other like, you know, platforms, because there's just a lot of behind the scenes stuff and a lot of interviews and a lot of taste of what's coming. So we all heard the Goblin song. It is on Spotify. There is a music video, <laughs> uh, like number, in the show that they have released. I, I, it is a choice. Uh, I think we talked a little bit on the specials. Yeah, we talked about it on the third it's special because it's in,
0: stuck in my head. It is it, stuck in my head forever.
2: I, it's, it's, it's. I guess some. I don't know. It's interesting. So yeah, but that aside, uh, the new Who is very excited. I'm, 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 very exciting. I'm very excited. I think BJ is very excited. Pat will oh, be yeah. very excited eventually <laughs> i'm getting there i'm getting, getting there soon. and eric i don't even know how far back uh, if you ever will <laughs> go
4: back to i, think the I started the jody season i think the first you, season so. you
2: don't need to finish it just just <laughs> eric's like i'm still end.
1: i'm <laughs> still on tenant's first run i'll be there eventually
2: oh, okay. <laughs> but you do have to finish it no, no no yeah jody's great the great and we talked about it before the show flux is good but like you can literally start, you can start with shooty with the Christmas special. Cause as always who reinvents itself, but anyway, all that to say Christmas is exciting. I'm very, uh, that's probably one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to, uh, on Christmas right now. So, uh, yes, everyone should go watch the doctor who special on Disney plus. And, or if you're over in the, in the, in the kingdom, hopefully you can just watch it on BBC. Uh, but yeah, doctor who is coming back.
1: Yeah. And, uh, those the third 60th anniversary special will come out after this episode so don't worry it is in the can and awaiting to be released onto the world and uh we'll see if bj and brian reconvene to discuss the christmas special that is uh up to them we haven't discussed it yet i figured you guys would but uh (laughs) i didn't want to presume so we'll uh maybe we'll we'll get our first roundup uh in february maybe we'll just get all of that out in uh, january for the folks so they can hear all that you have to say about the doctor all right uh bj what have you uh, got that in your mind that you're looking forward to for
0: 2024 uh final fantasy 7 rebirth um they have released some Uh, Gameplay trailers, uh, a couple of new mechanics, uh, expanded maps. So we're not just going to be confined to Midgard uh, this one, but this is a direct uh, continuation of Final Fantasy Remake, um, 7 Remake. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited because it looks like uh, we're going to have Sid. Uh, Yuffie was really fun to play in the DLC. Um, You weren't able to play as Red Thirteen at the end of the game. He was just kind of a non-playable partner. Character in the background helping with enemies, um, so you'll actually be able to control and play as him. So I think you'll have the full team uh, by the end of this Final Fantasy VII. I don't know how far this one is going to go into remake territory, um, but from what I can tell, we are getting a whole new ball game as far as like maps, and they will be their mem- the the core places are still there, but they said they've added cities, a couple of new towns, and everything. So. Uh, I'm very excited. It looks fantastic. Um, good time to be a Final Fantasy uh, fan. So, yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, and that'll be out in February. So I'll need to uh, attempt to figure out how to I can... Uh, uh, if I don't want to shout the money for a PlayStation portal, I need to uh, hook up my laptop and see if I can remote play for my laptop.
1: Uh, the joys of travel and gaming. <laughs> All right. So I I, I knew that was going to be a, a big one. I know y'all are looking forward to reliving the joys of the Final Fantasy. <laughs> Eric, what are you looking forward to
4: in 2024? So framing the year with movie musicals. Because uh, next month, the Mean Girls musical movie comes out, and then the end of the year, Wicked Part One will be released. So Ooh. you have musicals to start the year and end the year. Um, but
1: not if uh, not if the uh, the movie people have anything to say, they're not going to tell you that it is a a musical.
4: That's true. For some reason, they will not say that it's a musical. There wasn't even any singing in the trailer, which was suspicious uh but apparently it's because whatever test audiences they're using don't like musicals they did that with wonka as well i didn't even realize that wonka was a full musical until the reviews started coming out
1: yeah they they hit it from wonka it was was, what are the three big ones right now wonka mean girls and um there was a third one i can't think of it right now
0: only because we, like we know better but like apparently a lot of people were shocked to find out that into the woods was a musical like people who just don't know musicals were like i didn't know the like why was this a musical why are they singing everything and it's because like and it wasn't because they just assumed everybody knew into the woods was a musical because I actually didn't realize they were doing the full musical of Into the Woods, but they I thought they were going to do like an adaptation, but they did the full musical of Into the Woods. So yeah, that was one where people went into it and were like, like, why is this a musical and nobody said anything?
1: Yeah, craziness. But uh, but yeah, I, I know a lot of people are going to be looking forward to that Mean Girls movie musical, musical movie adaptation.
4: So. Yeah, Renee Rapp is amazing and it'll be exciting to see her as regina love it oh yeah Regina's basically the main character of the uh musical i would say i mean i have no
1: no say on this because i've never actually seen the movie
4: (laughs) (laughs) i've only ever seen bits and pieces you've never seen the original movie no
1: i haven't
4: uh,
1: I've seen the beginning and I've seen the end, uh, partially because they would play Mean Girls four thousand weeks in a row before Drag Race, so I would always see the last couple of minutes, especially when we were watching at the bar. <laughs> I'm a bad gay. I understand this. Bad i understand this (laughs) anywho anywho all right last but certainly not least i am looking forward to x-men 97 so i was looking forward to this when they announced it period but we got a look at the toy line that is dropping with this show this animated series that picks up after after the beloved X Men the animated series, I want that Jean Grey figure. Anybody out there that knows me that maybe wants to spoil me and buy that for me, by all means, I'll take that. Um, but the inclusion of Madeline Pryor, aka the Goblin Queen, including a tiny Nathan Christopher baby accessory. Oh, I'm so excited. Means Inferno will be a part (laughs) of this series. I don't know or understand how they're going to adapt this into a children's cartoon, but I don't care. That means it is happening. Uh, Scott is going to eventually, is apparently going to have to leave Gene, or Gene will be dead at some point and then marry her clone. are we does this mean we get to incorporate magic into the whole thing because obviously she's a part of limbo um not really so much at that point but still like that it opens the door for it i don't know i don't care i'm excited as all hell for x-men 97 i i'm, I'm just uh, yeah i don't think there's much more to say about that than i can't not wait but, dear listener, we want to know what you're excited for. What were your favorite things of 2023? What are you looking forward to in 2024? We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode for you. But until then, we hope that you've had an amazing holiday season. Have a happy new year. And we will see you all in 2024. So, for the last time in 2023, I will say this. I need a new new ending thing in 2024. <laughs> Bye, bitch.